Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Tuning Into Harmony podcast with Josh Brill. I want to thank you for listening to episode two. In this episode, we are going to explore the concept of connection as it relates to music, but also to life. So as this podcast moves further, you really begin to understand that when I talk about music, I am talking about music as we relate to it, but also framing and viewing life as a musical experience. And in music, we have certain concepts such as harmony and rhythm and melody and songs and compositions and musicians and instruments. And all of that can be viewed as a metaphor to life. So in life, we have rhythm. We have our the arc of the day. Every day has a certain rhythm to it. Morning has an energy to it. Afternoon, evening, there's, there's a rhythm of the day. There's a rhythm of the week. We have seven days in a week, which, by the way, in our regular musical scale, we have seven notes. So we could actually understand that each week is like a musical scale moving into the next octave or the next version of the week. The year has a rhythm. There's seasons to a year, depending on where you live. Um, personally, I live in Southern California, and a lot of my friends from the East Coast will tell me that we don't really have seasons out here, but uh, it's not really true. There's seasons. They are just a little bit more subtle. And having grown up in Chicago, where I really knew seasons, I can honestly say that, um, yeah, here in San Diego, we do have seasons. They just might not be as extreme uh, in, as in other places. But still, there's a rhythm to the year. Right now, it is the end of November, and it feels like that. It feels like there's a little crisp in the air. The, the, the days are changing light. The days are going um, darker sooner. So there's a rhythm to that. And also, in the metaphor of music as life, there is melody to life. There are certain themes that we have within ourselves and in our relationships with others, how we express ourselves, even the way we talk, there are certain different pitch modulations that happen that allow for melody to enter the life. And also, I really like to explore the concept of life as composition, that we are creating our life. We are creating our reality. We are creating our moments, and we're constantly composing some people feel very creative in their life. Others may not. But even if you don't feel creative, the idea is that you're still creating. Your life is your creation. You are the composer. And you also are the musician. And you also may be the conductor. So we'll explore these concepts in later podcasts. But I just wanted to begin with this premise that when I speak about music, it also is a metaphor for life. So in this podcast, one of the main themes that we're going to explore is this concept of connection. So from the musician's standpoint, connection is really, really important. And connection can be connection to various things as part of the musical process. So for example... If we are playing an instrument, we need to be connected to it. And that could be physically connected to it. It could be emotionally connected. But there's connection that's necessary to create sound, whether that's with an instrument or with our voice or whatever we're doing. We need to be connected to that. In order to be connected to our instrument, we also need to be connected to ourselves. And what that means is we need to be connected to our body 
how we feel, also where our thoughts and attention are. So for example, when learning an instrument, what I found as a teacher to be one of the most um, important things that both the student and a teacher can develop in the relationship is how the student pays attention, how they are connected to the experience of music as they're playing. And that's something that I'll speak more about as this podcast continues. But connection to our attention is really, really important. And I'm sure you can see how that's really important beyond just the musical experience, but the life experience. I've actually been listening to a lot of Gary Vaynerchuk lately, who's a very inspiring entrepreneur and has a lot of energy. Um, And in his talks, a theme that comes up a lot is that what is the most important currency in today is attention. So getting people's attention is a lot of where he's focused on. What I'm focused on is, is helping us develop our own internal attention. And that takes a level of connection that's necessary for that. Also in the musical process, there is the connection with music. So I really explore and view and understand music as not just the basic idea that when we think of music as a song or the musical experience or a concert or as something we listen to, but music really is this intelligence. It's this consciousness that is here to help humanity, at least from my standpoint. And it helps us in a lot of different ways. Music helps us come together as a group. It helps the musician come together as a person because in order to really play music, it's necessary to be put together in a certain way that allows for music to happen. So if we're distracted while we're playing music, the music doesn't really come out. But when we stay connected to the presence of music, to the concept of music as an intelligence, music flows through us. So this idea of being connected to the consciousness of music or the the presence of music. So we're connected to ourselves, we're connected to the instrument, we're connected to music. And then, of course, if we are playing music with other people, the necessity to be connected to them in order to allow for music to happen is very important. And we could also explore the concept of music as it relates to relationships. So whether that's a romantic relationship, friend relationship, or just any interaction, connection is what brings people together or allows for communication to happen. And this can be something very deep and rich, or it could be something such as being in line at Whole Foods or wherever you shop and connecting with the person who's um, checking you out. So connection is this energy or this place where things meet and it is a very powerful thing. And and I kind of feel like in today's society, it's almost like there's these two sides to what's happening right now. In one aspect, we're more connected with each other than ever before in the history of humanity. So with the advent of the internet and social media and connection between messengers and chatting and FaceTime and Skype and podcasts or YouTube, all these ways that we're able to connect. It's pretty profound. It really offers humanity a chance to 
explore conversation with each other, to share ideas, to hopefully help each other. And all of these are forms of connection. And I feel like part of the speeding up of consciousness, the sort of evolution that we're witnessing right now, has a lot to do with the availability of people to be able to connect with other people, for somebody to connect with their own ideas, share them, perhaps other people share them, maybe a dialogue or a conversation is reached. And all of this is predicated on connection specifically through technology. Now, of course, there's always at least two sides to things. So we can look at it from a very optimistic and positive standpoint that technology has brought people together. And I really feel this. I I think it's amazing. And this is probably one of the more exciting times to be alive. And of course, I think we're also witnessing that certain levels of disconnection can happen through these channels. And I think part of why that is, is there's a bombardment of information coming at us more than we've ever had before. And it's coming in smaller and smaller bits of information, which can make the individual become less connected to themselves and more absorbing all this information, which may or may not be healthy for them. So I think this is a good point to like recognize that connection with ourself is really important in the music of life. If I am playing an instrument, I need to be connected. If I am in the social media world or absorbing content, rather than just sort of absorbing it, can I stay connected to myself? Can I be aware of what the impact is of what's happening and maybe make choices for that? You know, I've heard people talk about, um, feeling bad about their lives when they see all these other people having these amazing lives on Instagram or YouTube or vloggers and all these things. And, you know, I have to say, if, if you are watching these things or absorbing this media and it's making you feel less about yourself, well, rather than looking at it as more or less, maybe we could reframe it as less connected. So it, part of being a musician or being a person, I feel is being present in the moment and accepting the moment because the moment is, that's always going to be true. Whatever is happening right now is a fact. It is happening. This is it. This is now. If we don't accept that now, we are disconnecting from reality. We're disconnecting from ourself and we are becoming in a dissonant relationship or a dissonant harmony with the moment and what's happening. So if we are feeling bad about ourselves because we assume or see other people are doing things that we wish to do, that can create a disconnection with ourself. And I'd like to offer a little bit of insight about that from a musical metaphor place. So growing up, learning how to play an instrument, there's an aspiration to get better. And I think it's actually a positive aspiration because there is this inert aspect of humanity that wants to evolve, that wants to do new things, that wants to get better. The trick navigating that journey of getting better is what the inner motivation is behind that. So if it's to get better only to get better, that may leave us feeling less than because there's always more better. 
it's amazing of the journey of music. I've been playing guitar for just about 30 years and there's always something new to learn. There's always something to refine. There's always another level and it can be really easy to get caught up in that song and dance and not appreciate that which we have. And in doing so, we feel disconnected with that which we have. And one of the things that I've noticed about really great artists and all of my favorite artists, I've heard this from their mouths, which is I could always be better. And yet what is amazing about them, in my opinion, is they have found a way to accept what they have in that moment and share it and express it. So we can look at that as it relates to our life. Sure, we always want to improve who we are. And I think that's a really beautiful aspect of life. There's an inner desire for growth and for refinement. And that's amazing. But if we get caught in that, only in that, we are less present with with what we are in the moment, less accepting, and we oftentimes feel bad or feel less than. And if you remember in a previous podcast that I offered, feelings are like musical notes. I think I mentioned that before. If not, I'll talk about it right now. How we feel is a musical note. It's an internal note. And just like different types of music makes us feel a certain way or different types of songs make us feel a certain way. Some songs make us feel really excited and happy. Others may make us feel a little bit more melancholy and inward drawn. And all of those are actually based on the chords that are playing within the song, the notes that are that are being played. So every note and how it moves and the notes relationship to other notes, the harmony that notes bring, cultivate a certain feeling from within. And if you think about like a film score, for example, certain movies have certain type of soundtracks because they invoke an emotional response. So we could kind of understand that music and emotions are, are really connected. There's a strong connection between those two. And how we feel inside our internal state is a note. It's a song. So our connection to that song is really important because we're, we, even if we're not aware of it, that's always working in the background at the subconscious layer. For some people, it's very, they're very present with their feelings. For others, maybe they're a little bit more intellectual or cerebral and a little bit disconnected to their feelings, but their feelings are still there. That's always happening. It's part of being human. So we have to look at our environment, that which we are exploring, that which we are absorbing, and make a connection to ourselves and, and understand, well, how is that affecting us? So to bring this kind of back around, the idea of accomplishment. To be connected with accomplishment, I really feel we have to proportionally be connected with embracing what we are right now. And that's kind of paradoxical because if we fully embrace who we are, well, why would we need to get better at something such as guitar or music or whatever it is? And I feel like the answer is less about having more. It's less about gaining things but it's more about the freedom to express. So learning the learning music or learning a, a musical instrument, we always want to improve, but if it's not coming from a sort of egoic thing, like I want to be the greatest, 
But if it's coming from an energy that is, I want to be able to express, I want to be able to share, I want to be able to connect with other people with this path, with this skill, with this instrument, then I feel like another energy comes out that feels very positive and very forward moving. Where if we're only trying to get better because we feel lack of, we are then being connected into the lack of, which will never be satiated. It reminds me of something I heard from the Dalai Lama, where he talked about if money made people happy, then the richest people in the world would be the happiest and that he's found quite the contrary. So we could think of money as something we're accumulating or, or we want more of. And of course, you know, money offers a lot of possibility in this world and it's very important. But at the same time, if we never feel satisfied with what we have, then it creates this vicious cycle of disconnection because we're not really accepting or embracing what we have in that moment. So how do we do that would be a question that comes up for me. And I feel like as we are going down our path of our life or the path of music, whatever we are exploring with our life, whatever whatever our expression is, however we are composing the song of our life is, well, can we stay connected to gratitude for what is? Can we embrace the moment? If we're just beginning to learn how to play an instrument such as guitar, can we play one note with a deep level of gratitude for that note? If we are working a job, and maybe it's not our life's path, but we understand, okay, this time put into this job offers me the ability to pay rent and eat food and, and do things that I like. Can we find a place of staying connected with gratitude for what is? And of course, if we are not content with what is, then can we find gratitude for the energy of not quite feeling content or feeling aligned and then explore what it would take to make a change to allow for a greater, more true expression of who we are in this life, a more true song of our life. So we can understand and see that connection is crucial to all of this. If you aren't a musician, you probably are touched by music, especially if you're listening to this podcast right now. So here's something that I would recommend doing. In our world where there's so many distractions, I wonder how many people actually just listen to music and just really absorb music. So this is kind of an exercise that you can explore on your own, which would be to put on some music, perhaps with headphones, close your eyes, and listen as deeply as possible. So just be quiet, be still, and absorb it. And that may be hard for some people, so maybe you just begin with one song and just see how deep you can allow that music to enter into you, how deep you can have that experience of connecting with the music that you are receiving, that you are hearing. And after you do that, take a few moments and just be quiet and just listen. And what I found is that we actually begin to hear the music in our head. And from my experience, when I talk about connecting with music, it's really an internal process that we are connecting with the source of music. We are connecting with the expression of music and something comes out, something flows from within. And if we have an instrument or we're in the musical path, then we have a way to externalize that. 
if you're not a musician, we can still understand that connecting to something within allows for an energy to be expressed. And it's really important that we take that time to connect to ourselves in order to do that. So much of our time in our daily life has to do with connecting with devices and external things that it is really important that we also balance that with our inner connection. And this could be meditation. This could be taking a quiet walk, but allowing yourself to stay connected to your self. From the musical path, a little bit deeper, when I explore what is going on in my internal process when I am playing guitar or whatever instrument I'm playing, there's a certain thing that happens internally. And it's, it's a little bit hard to describe, so just bear with me for a moment as I collect my thoughts. But when we were playing an instrument, or when I am playing an instrument, I feel that a channel begins to open up. So when I'm playing guitar, and especially if I'm in an improvisational setting, what how I begin is I listen in internally, try to find some quiet, some silence inside, and see what happens. Oftentimes what will happen for me is I will hear a note internally, and then I play that note. And then I hear another note, and then I play that note. And all the while, I'm listening internally, so I'm listening for what the next note is, and I'm listening to the external note that I've just played. So there's a feedback loop that's created. And when I'm able to do that without being caught in my head or distracted, I'm allowing my attention to just stay on the internal, external process, then I find myself get into a flow state. I find the music begins to flow. Something happens, something just is created. And I feel like that metaphor or that experience, which is actually my experience, is very much how to be in the flow state of life. So I mentioned this in the previous podcast that our attention, the harmony of the external internal world is probably in imbalance for most people. Most of us are putting a lot of attention on the external world and not so much on the internal and that can create a disruption of flow state. So how to do that in our life? Well, meditation is one of the great ways to do that. By taking a few minutes every day or whatever you need to close your eyes, to go within, and to find a little bit of space within yourself, you're making a connection to your inner world, to your inner music. And this doesn't have to be music in the traditional sense, but just understanding that, well, some of the aspects of music are rhythm. So we have rhythm inside of us. We have our heartbeat. We have our pulse. We have our brain waves. We have our nervous system. There's all these different tempos and rhythms within us. And by taking some time to really tune into our rhythms, we become more connected to ourselves. We become more in harmony with ourselves. And then what I feel is the music of our life is able to be shared and expressed and composed from a flow state rather than a planning state. And obviously planning is important for certain things, but 
if we understand that life is really more of an improvisational composition rather than a composition that's very um, composed, let's say, or you know, thought out, if we understand that life is really just like an improv, and one of the keys to improvisation is how we respond. And being able to respond means that we're in the moments enough that we respond in a way that is right for the moment, whatever that moment may be. So it's a feedback loop, basically. And being connected to ourself is one of the important aspects of that. If I'm playing music with another person, it's really important that I'm connected to myself, I'm connected to music, I'm connected to my instrument, and equally, if not more, I am connected with that other person, that I'm listening to them. And listening is one of the big primary aspects of connection. When we are listening to someone, we are connected to someone. And listening is an active skill. I would mark the differentiation between just basically hearing and listening. That hearing, you know, we hear sounds all day long. We hear sounds throughout our life. But listening is an active, attentional exercise that we are staying present with what we are listening to. We are absorbing it. We are just allowing it to come in. One of the main aspects of listening, of true listening, is not really thinking about what you're listening. So I don't know if you've ever had that experience. You probably have where you're reading a book or a page in a book and you get down to the bottom of the page and you realize that you don't remember a word that you read. You read it, it was going through your internal process, but there was no retention. And that was due to not really listening to what you're reading, not really staying present, not really staying attentive to what you're reading. Chances are you were thinking about something else as you were reading. So that relates to how we converse with someone, how we relate to someone. If they are speaking and we're thinking about our response while they're speaking, we're not really listening. We may, we may be hearing them, we may be tuning them out and really more inside. So this is part of the connection with the external internal where in relationship with another person, whether that's musical, romantic, friendship, or just speaking with someone, learning from someone, it's really important that we develop the ability to listen clearly. And this takes practice. It takes a certain level of mindfulness of watching your thoughts that if you are listening to someone speak, that you're able just to really stay present with their words and learning how to watch yourself when you have your own internal commentary on that thought, on what's coming in, that that's actually a distraction. Or you really have something to say, so you're getting really excited about saying that thing, but because you have that something to say, you're not really listening to what they're saying. So it's a practice, and music is a really great example of doing that, that when a band is really working well together, when musicians really work well together, they are listening to each other. It's actually one of the things that I'm really grateful about my training as a jazz musician, um, especially at Berkeley, is I learned how to listen. I learned how to play guitar in a group setting, but listen to the other person more than I was listening to myself. I was still connected to myself because that's also important. If we're listening to the other so much that we're disconnected with ourselves, then the music isn't going to happen. But we want to have some sort of divided attention between listening to the external and listening to the internal. I remember in one class, 
a, um, a fellow student actually said to me, because I was a guitar player and I was probably playing too loud upon retrospect, and I think he was in a very diplomatic way trying to tell me that. And uh, what he told me was he always sets his guitar level to where he can barely hear it. So that was like a turning point in my life. I was like, wow, okay. So I have to listen a little bit harder to hear that, but it's probably going to blend in with things better. And I kind of feel like that relates to relationship in general, that if our comments, our presence in a relationship are present subtly, but not overbearing, the chances of a harmony happening is much greater. So that's something that, that I've, I've learned and I've tried to practice in my life as a means of um, creating harmony with, with others, basically, that I am staying true to myself, I'm staying present with myself, but I'm allowing for a sort of equal interaction to happen rather than just um, you know talking at someone. I think what this comes down to, like in a conversa- conversational space, is the difference with talking at and talking with. That talking at is not really a conversation, but talking with is. Which is ironic because here I am on a podcast and I don't have um, feedback from another person. I'm just you know talking uh, what comes through me in this moment. But in my sort of perception of things, this actually is a conversation. That I'm offering this information to you. I'm offering these experiences, these insights, so that you can receive them and have a conversation back or allow this conversation, this podcast to be informative to the conversation of your life, that maybe there's some insight that you contemplate, that you experience something that rings true. And in doing so, you live in a certain way that hopefully is harmonious and beneficial. And that is really my intention for this podcast is to share something with you that helps you, that gives you some insight that improves your life in any way, you know, and without any uh, delusions of grandeur. I really feel that if we offer someone something and even for three seconds, 10 seconds, a half hour podcast, whatever, if it makes them feel a little bit better, if it helps them get a little bit clearer about themselves or gain some insight into life, maybe find a little bit more truth then that is all that matters. That's the most important thing. And that's part of my purpose is to share this information, this work that I found through my own path, through my path with students, my path in performing in recording and having that musical experience. So that maybe one person on this planet gains a little bit something from that. And if it's more people, um, that's amazing. And if it changes their life, that well, that's even more amazing. But beginning small with just exploring some basic concepts and maybe that helps you feel more truth or get more insight into your life, into the universe, into music, and maybe that has a positive impact on your life. So that is my intention and connecting with you today, that is what I would like to offer you is explore connection, explore how everything is connected explore that when you are looking at a tree there is a subtle connection you are receiving the visual information into your eyes and that's going into your internal world you are connecting with the essence of that tree if it's with another person explore listening to them really deeply connecting with them 
If you are a musician, explore what it's like to really listen to a note on your instrument without even having the need to play another one. What is it like to really receive and listen to that note? And of course, with this podcast, hopefully you have found some level of connection with it and you are receiving this and maybe it's making your day a little bit better. So thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you listening. I really appreciate you as you are. And if you enjoy this, I would love for you to subscribe to the podcast. So please do that. And if you could leave a rating, that would be amazing. And feel free to reach out to me at any time with any questions, joshbrill at gmail.com. I'm happy to lend any support or create a conversation because I really would like to have conversations with people who are listening to this. And speaking of conversations... Coming up soon in the next few podcasts, we are going to be exploring conversations with really interesting people, musicians or people who are involved with sound work or meditation or yoga, and really exploring different concepts with them in long-form conversation. So it's a good reason to subscribe because there's a whole list of people that I'm really excited to talk with and share their own unique brilliance with the world. I think it'll really help. And again, that is my intention is to add some support or some help into the world So thank you so much. Subscribe if you like and reach out. I would love to hear from you. Thank you. I hope you're having a beautiful moment. Bye-bye.